Hello, hello, y'all. Hey, it's me, Robin. And before we get into today's episode, I'm here to let you know that the club is open right now for new members. I'm going to take a couple minutes to fill you in on all that the club is offering right now. So if you know for sure you're not interested in joining the club, you're just going to want to hit the forward button a few times until you hear that baffling behavior show jingle. Okay, so the club is a virtual community for families of kids with vulnerable nervous systems and big baffling behaviors. Many families in the club are parenting kids with a history of complex trauma, but definitely not all. Some are parenting kids with vulnerabilities that emerge from their neurotype or their sensory system or their giftedness or their neuroimmune disorder. And of course, some have no idea why their child's nervous system is so vulnerable. The primary purpose of the club and why I've created it the way that I have is connection and co-regulation. Because when I reflect back on my time as a therapist, it wasn't the skills and strategies and tools and techniques I taught parents that mattered the most. What mattered most was how connection and co-regulation strengthened their owl brain so that they could stay more regulated in the face of the chaos in their home. Then they could, number one, actually use the tools, and number two, start to feel a little bit better even before the tools started to work. The club can be accessed online both through your browser on your computer and through an app. And it's open, of course, 24-7. There's a very active forum, a huge video library, and multiple live events every month. Sometimes I teach a masterclass on a specific topic. Sometimes we come together for group coaching or just to ask questions and pick, pick my brain. We have two sessions every month called Connect and Co-Regulates, and those are designed to offer exactly that. There's no teaching, no coaching, just a place for you to be seen and heard by people who get it. Currently, we are also offering once a month bonus sessions for siblings of dysregulated kids. The club is intended to be kind of like a buffet. There is a ton in it, not because you're supposed to do everything in the club. You take what you need when you need it and come back when you're ready for more. If you could use a little extra support, consider joining us. You can read all about all the details over at robingobel.com slash the club. I'll put a link in the show notes And we're open today until the end of the day, Friday, May 3rd. All right, y'all, here's that episode you're waiting for. Hey, y'all, and gosh, welcome back. Welcome back to this Parenting After Trauma podcast. I'm your host, Robin Goebel, and I'm actually recording this episode from an Airbnb in Austin, Texas, without my fancy microphone or any of my tech. So just bear with me on on all of that. But yeah, Austin, here I am, which let me tell you, this has been exactly what my owl brain has needed. Or maybe it's more like it's exactly what my watchdog brain has needed in order to just chill out and rest. Y'all, I haven't been back to Austin in, gosh, 
over two years now. And this place is home to me. Um, I got really lucky on this trip. Like the sun has been shining. The weather has been amazing. Although it's been disappointingly cold this morning. I got to run on town Lake and I got to drink juice from juice land and I got to go to central market and I got to be all alone. Oh, I got to get my hair done, which is, um, one of the things I had was really looking forward to doing on this trip back home. I, I really, really just needed to nourish my own owl brain because my life and in all honesty, in both my personal and professional life, I take care of a lot of watchdog and possum brains, which that's exactly what I think I'm going to give you a little peek into today. So this episode is going to be a little different and I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes, my own owl and watchdog and possum brain. So hang on for just another minute and we will get right into it. If you're new here, I want you to know that this podcast is a place for parents of kids with big behaviors and all the therapists and helpers and educators and healers and everybody who supports those families. This is a place for all of those people to feel seen and known and gotten and understood and to get some actually useful ideas about how you can help your kid. Y'all know that this podcast isn't fancy and In this moment, I'm actually literally sitting in bed. I brought my microphone on this trip, but not my really good microphone. And yeah, that's the tech that I have. If you need more support after listening to this episode, you're going to want to head over to my website because I have lots of other ways we can connect a free masterclass on what behavior really is, a free ebook on attachment. So just go to robingobel.com slash free resources. I'm going to be talking about the club in today's episode and how my watchdog brain tried to take over while I was busy moving the club into our new home. So before we do that, I want to give you just a little bit of summary about what the club even is. So I actually think the club is the best place on the whole internet. We're an online community that's comprised of seriously the most awesome parents and professionals too on the planet. And when I say awesome, you know, I don't mean that they're perfect or always regulated, always nice to themselves or each other, right? Like when I say awesome, I mean that they're people who are committed, fiercely committed to showing up for each other, for themselves and their kids even when, and probably all most, especially when they aren't perfect. And to me, that's way more awesome than perfection. The club is this space online where parents get the connection and the co-regulation. And I like to say a little education because we do master classes. We have this huge library of resources. Um, so yeah, connection, co-regulation and the education that they need to keep making it through these overwhelming, exhausting, and no end in sight days of parenting a kid with big baffling behaviors. And as you'll hear in this episode, the club is in the middle of moving week and we are almost ready to open our doors again to new members. That's happening on March 1st for the first time in five months, March 1st, 2022. I can't believe we haven't opened the doors club in five months. I'm sorry, y'all, that has been so long, 
but I've been busy making it as perfect as I can, which of course I can't make it perfect. Um, and now the current club members are moving in and they're helping me get situated and comfortable and get all ready to welcome new members, which we're going to start doing March 7th or March 1st through the 7th, 2022. You can read all about the club at robingobel.com slash the club. Um, and you can grab a spot on the waiting list. So you'll get an email when the club opens up. So I mentioned I'm here in Austin. My family and I moved from Austin to Michigan in 2019 after living in Austin for 15 years. So yeah, that was certainly my entire adult life. My everything was here in Austin. Like I became me here in Austin. My family became a family here. Everything. My clients, my therapy practice, my colleagues, like everything was here in Austin. So moving was obviously extremely stressful, right? I think I've read, in fact, I'm positive that I learned in some kind of like social work school or psychology school or somewhere where they teach you these kinds of things that moving is one of the most stressful life events ever. I don't know how you can really like uh, order, you know, like categorize and order these things. Um, but yeah, moving, um, in the way that we moved of like closing my entire life and moving across the country. Yeah. It was one of the more stressful things um, that I've ever done. I mean, really, I was so stressed at one point that I became mostly truly like mostly convinced that our moving company was really some sort of secret Ponzi scheme that was going to be secretly like stealing all of our stuff. And we'd never actually see or hear from them ever again. Now, the reality is, is I'm not actually really even sure what a Ponzi scheme is, but it feels like it has something to do with like being tricked or like trying to prove to other people that you're something that you aren't. And yeah, I was convinced that perhaps our moving company was pretending to be a moving company, but really they were uh, people who secretly stole people's stuff, put it on semi trucks and drove away never to be seen or heard from again, which I do understand is... Um, probably not likely. And sometimes y'all, when that watchdog brain takes over, it doesn't matter if something is completely not based in reality. It feels real. So yeah, a couple of months ago in the span of about five months or less, even we had the idea to move across the country. We renovated our house. We sold it. We bought another house across the country. And then we put everything we owned on a semi-truck and like literally waved goodbye to that semi-truck. I also had to tell all of my beloved clients that we were ending our work together. I had to say goodbye to each of them. I had to pack up my office and then I had to wave goodbye to my entire adult life. So we could definitely say that back then my owl brain and the Ponzi scheme that I was secretly afraid was stealing all of my stuff was really struggling to stay in charge, right? My old brain was struggling to stay in charge so much that my watchdog brain became convinced we'd paid criminals to come into my home and steal all my stuff under the guise of a moving company. I mean, y'all, I wish I was kidding. I always maintained like this really small owl brain voice in my head that could say like, Robin, that's bananas. The movers don't want your stuff. Those kinds of things only happen in movies. It's not real. Nobody's stealing all of your stuff. But that voice was quiet and the voice didn't change anything about how I was feeling. It felt totally true. 
I just thankfully did have some slight connection to the fact that it most likely was certainly not true. And here's the thing. I'm like actually a really pretty reasonable person who's also pretty solidly grounded in reality, basically all of the time, but the stress and and the uncertainty, like the not knowing what was about to happen next, like in small ways and in huge ways, just chased my whole brain away. Like a big, mean, growling, but actually really scared watchdog. I wanted to pause the episode real quick and read you this testimonial from one club member. This person writes in, the club has been life-changing for me. For me, feeling alone in the stress and the overwhelm of parenting a child with complex trauma has been traumatic. Here in the club, we are finding healing for ourselves by feeling seen and heard and validated, even though we may have come here for our children's healing. Oh, y'all, that is exactly what I'm trying to do in the club to create a space that's for you that also brings healing to your kids. So the club's open for new members until April 28th. We'd love to have you. RobinGobel.com slash the club. All right, let's get back to the episode. As you probably can imagine, I'm somebody who works really hard on growing my owl brain, taking really good care of my owl brain, like really hard. I have been in about 78 bajillion hours of therapy. I take pretty good care of my brain and my body. I fiercely, fiercely cultivate healthy relationships. I show up in my relationships really bravely, and I expect my people to show up really bravely for me. And for the most part, they do. And all of this translates to growing a strong owl brain, which I realize I have immense, immense privilege in being able to do all of those things. But even really strong owl brains have their limits. And I guess mine was moving across the country, closing my practice and leaving my entire life behind me. And what do you know, right? Like, All of us, the last two years, have decided to give us so many opportunities, and opportunities in air quotes, to really stretch the limits of our owl brains, right? Okay, so owl brains are curious and compassionate. Owl brains have pretty decent frustration tolerance, cause and effect thinking. Strong owl brains can tolerate stress without freaking out until they can't. And then the watchdog or possum brain bravely takes over. There are lots of watchdog and possum brains running around these days, including my own at times. So I've been thinking about the moving in the Ponzi scheme movers who did indeed not steal any of our stuff, but did indeed pack a 99 cent box of plastic disposable straws and many, many layers of papers to protect them from being harmed in travel. (laughs) I've been thinking about all of that recently because the club is in the process of moving. And I know that this sounds kind of bananas, but it's actually been feeling wildly familiar. And by moving, what I mean is, you know, when I started the club, 
we had a setup going that worked well enough, but has never worked great. And I've been on the hunt for a like a like a platform, you know, an application where I could have the club be exactly what I wanted and all in one place. And it'd be really great experience for all the members in the club. And so that's what I mean by moving. Like we're, I've moved everything in the club and all of our members over to this new place that we found on the internet. So in case that was a little bit confusing, cause I know the, the club you probably know is just a community that exists online. So like, maybe you were thinking, what do you mean by moving? But that's what I mean by moving. And so it certainly did not involve like packing up all my stuff and putting it on a moving truck and moving away. But it did involve packing up a lot of stuff and getting it from one place to another and being super thoughtful and deliberate about it and making sure that when we unpacked it in the new place, it was even better and more accessible and made a lot more sense than in the old place and and all of those things. But anyway, it has been feeling wildly familiar, but of course, without those Ponzi scheme movers, thankfully, we decided not to hire those movers again. Just kidding. Anyway, it has been, it's been about three years since we moved across the country, you know, with those, you know, very delicately wrapped straws from Walmart. And it's been three years that I've been exercising and growing my owl brain then inside a pandemic, right? And in a way, the pandemic has actually been one of the least challenging experiences in my family over the last two years. So yes, lots and lots and lots of opportunities to grow my owl brain or at the very least work on smoothing, soothing and helping my watchdog and possum brain feel more safe. So I've been looking for a new home for the club really since the beginning. I had some pretty tough criteria, really high standards. And I wanted a platform that was going to be able to integrate like our very busy and active active forum um, with all the live events that we have and a place that we can store all of our videos. I really, really, really wanted the club forum off of Facebook. So the club forum has been a Facebook group and it's been living there on Facebook this whole time, 15 months, I guess now. Um, and I wanted it off for a whole host of reasons, but especially the fact that we were basically living in an apartment rent-free, crossing our fingers at our landlord, Zuckerberg, wouldn't just kick us out one day or raise our rent at a moment's notice or just come waltzing in and raid the place, right? And plus, like these different pieces in the club lived in different places. And so it was kind of confusing and clunky. And it was definitely really hard to access on a mobile device, which is what so many parents are doing is accessing the club on their on their phone and their tablet, of course. So thankfully, you know, the club has grown and thrived despite, you know, living in a, a, a home that we like cobbled together, which now that I say that out loud, was very similar to the home that we lived in in, um, in Austin, which we kind of used to joke around that like back in the 70s, um, you know, every year or so the homeowners seem to just pick up their hammer and like add on a new room, <laughs> That's sort of. Um, yeah, so that house I lived in when we lived in Austin, the house we sold two and a half, three years ago, it's actually wildly familiar to what the club sort of felt like. And in, despite all of that, it was growing and thriving. And I just really wanted to build a quote unquote nicer home with a lot more ease and convenience for the members, right? Like the members of the club are people who have enough challenge in their life. The club isn't supposed to be something that adds more challenge. So, 
in late 2021, a couple different options came to my attention and my husband is now fully, fully my business. And together we were looking at a couple different options and really seriously, y'all, this was a lot like house shopping. We did pros and cons and, you know, of course, nowhere is ever completely perfect. Right. Um, and ultimately there was one feature of the platform that we ended up on that really won us out, which is that our new home is now accessible by app on both Android and Apple. And the other platform we were looking at, which was really fantastic in a whole lot of other ways, was um, only had an app available on Apple and it didn't, they didn't even have plans for any, you know, Android app. Um, and that just felt super important to me, probably especially because we're Android users, but I wanted, if we were going to take the time to transition the club it needed to be significantly better user experience for all of the users, not just my Apple users. Um, so the app accessibility really won us out. So there was just so much excitement, right? We were seriously like platform shopping, like we were house shopping. And I know I'm really like kind of milking this house analogy, but honestly, y'all, it really, we felt like this, right? It was like, it was fun and exciting. And we were looking at cool new things. And yet there was a lot of unfamiliarity of exploring a new space and where are things going to go? And does it work here? And nope, I don't like that there. It would be better over here. And then we'd stand back and look at it from a distance and reassess and realize that some things are just not going to be the way you want. And you're just going to have to make do. But also I was curating a home for a family of like 200 instead of my little family of three, which is what I did, you know, almost three years ago, this family of 200 in the club who needed a safe and comfortable and frictionless home as much as possible. I wanted current club members to step into our new clubhouse. Cause yeah, that's what we're calling it. The new clubhouse and just breathe a big sigh of relief and think, wow, like someone really thought about what I needed when they created this place. I must be really important. That's what I wanted club members to think. It was a very lovely goal, of course, but also a lot of pressure on my owl brain. Sometimes in this whole process, my owl brain was having a blast. It was fun and exciting to like build this new home. And I had all this like fun, happy anticipation of like, oh, I can't wait to show this off and welcome everyone in. And it's going to be so great. Right. You know, my long time assistant and dear friend, Laura, does know that one of my go-to behaviors when I'm starting to get anxious is that I start to really micromanage her. And as a boss, I really value everything that's basically the opposite of micromanaging. I'm also still really learning how to be a boss, but that is a value I hold is I don't want to micromanage my people. I trust Laura. She's amazing. She doesn't need me to remind her to do anything. Laura, though, has learned, because we've worked together for a long time, that my micromanaging is just my watchdog behavior. It's my watchdog at what uh, what uh, I would say is probably just alert level. So kind of the first level of watchdog. She does not take my watchdog behavior personally. She does not take my micromanaging personally. She just kind of smiles and nods and I would imagine really probably only even half listens to me because she knows that she doesn't need the reminders I'm giving her and that I truly, honestly, am really just wasting her time. 
as I'm attempting to like regulate myself, right? Like my micromanaging behavior is my watchdog going, can I take control of this? Can I make sure, can I make sure, can I make sure, right? Like I feel anxious and this is a way that I'm going to try to soothe myself, right? But it is just really nice that she sees it as watchdog behavior and works to help me calm my watchdog brain instead of getting irritated or annoyed or taking it personally. Um, And then of course there's some days I can go a possum brain, right? I feel overwhelmed. I have catastrophic thinking like this is a disaster. This is never going to work. Everyone's going to hate all of this and then they'll hate me and then they'll quit and they won't be getting what they need and they'll be alone and they won't have community, right? Like I can spiral fast. Those are such possum brain thoughts. So much possum brain energy. I can feel myself just wanting to full on flop on the floor and never, ever get up. Just as I like say those things out loud, it's taken me a long time, but almost always now my owl brain sticks around at least long enough to tell me that those voices are trickster voices. And that just happens to be the language that I've come up with. Like, oh, that's just a trickster voice. Sometimes though, my owl brain isn't strong enough to fly back and pull me up off the ground or get me to stop micromanaging Laura, or yeah, maybe even stop yelling at my husband because certainly my watchdog sometimes gets way more active than just micromanaging. But I can usually hear my owl brain whispering something soothing, like, Hey, these freakouts you're having, they aren't real. You're okay. Nothing is wrong. You aren't going to die. It feels like you're going to die, but you aren't going to die. You'll feel better tomorrow or maybe after a snack or a nap or a run. Do you see how like owl brains sort of ideally talk to watchdog and possum brains like they're just tantruming little toddlers? That might be something helpful to even keep in mind yourself because I know a lot of you listening have watchdog and possum brains in your life that you're trying to connect with. Um, and even your own, like we can talk to our own watchdog and possum brains that way. I wish that I wasn't in my forties and didn't have to work so hard to keep my watchdog and possum brain soothed. It's a lot of work. It's exhausting. And I wish that my watchdog and possum brains basically had like learned to play together better when I was a kid but they didn't. And so here I am just fiercely showing up for myself and my people every single day and for my watchdog and my possum brain every single day. Right. And that actually is also what what we're doing in the club, right? We're helping watchdogs and possums and owls all learn how to play together. We're helping the grownups love and not judge their own watchdog and possum brain. In a group the size of the club, I can guarantee that if a member shows up in their watchdog or possum brain, someone else is available to meet them with their own owl brain, which y'all, that's what watchdog and possum brains need, someone in their owl brain to connect to them. And then these grownups that are in the club, they build stronger owl brains because of the club and because that the club welcomes their watchdog and possum brains. And then you know what they do? They get to stay more owl-brained more often when their kids are in their watchdog and possum brain. The club helps my owl brain. As the club was moving, one member said they could tell that my team and I had worked so hard to try to think of everything. 
And another one said that I had given just the right amount of information and instructions, not too much, which would be something my micromanaging watchdog do watchdog brain <laughs> could easily do, but also not too little. My hope was absolutely to provide like just the right amount of structure and felt safety that everyone could transition over with ease. But transition like this always has anxious anticipation, right? Like there's this big looming question, what's about to happen next? Transitions are when wheels fall off the track. I wanted to try to keep the wheels on the tracks as much as possible. In a way, I did what I did when my son was little. I remember when he was probably like kindergarten, first grade age, you know, I would get up early and get completely 100% ready so that when he got up, everything was all set and done for both me and him. And then that meant I could just give him my full attention to help him transition from waking to getting ready to getting out the door. And that's really what I wanted to do for the club is to as much as possible, use my own owl brain and lean into others when my watchdog and possum brains needed help to get the club totally ready so that when they arrived, I could just solidly be in my owl brain and help them transition. Owl brains do grow, but they grow when the stress isn't too much and they grow best in connection with other owl brains. I've just been so lucky to be able to have that lots of, lots of owl brains in my life. Lots of good, good people who love me and care about me and and look at me with eyes of you're amazing. And lots of people who don't expect me to be perfect, but love me anyway. The club in a way has emerged from that privilege. It's a privilege to be surrounded by so many good, strong owl brains. I think I've been really wanting to just use that privilege. A a colleague recently reflected to me that one of my superpowers is community building, which I'd never really thought of before. And I paused and, and I was like, huh, yeah, I guess she's right. Communities of perfectly imperfect people, communities where all brains are welcome. (laughs) You often hear me say all parts are welcome. And yeah, a community where all brains are welcome, owl brains, possum brains, and watchdog brains. Communities that trust that when someone is in their watchdog or possum brain, someone else will meet them in their owl brain because y'all that's really all that humans need. And when we get what we need, we feel good. And then we give it to others and then the world's a better place. (laughs) And it's not so simple and straightforward, but in a way it is that simple and straightforward And it's pretty darn awesome that I get to be a part of that. (sighs) All right, y'all. I actually am on my last day here in Austin and need to uh, start moseying towards heading out. I have lots of mixed feelings about that. I'm, I'm ready to get home, but also pretty sad to leave and already thinking about when I can come back and how I can make sure I can stay in this Airbnb again, because it was perfect. I know I rambled on about owls, watchdogs, and possums, and I'm kind of also realizing that I'm not really even sure if I ever even told you what a watchdog, owl, and possum brain is. It's maybe starting to feel a little bit obvious at this point, but you can also learn more about watchdog and possum brains over on my website. So let me think. It's robingobel.com slash watchdog brain. 
And then robingogle.com slash possum brain for two different blogs and then podcast episodes about watchdogs and possums. And then, um, you actually, if you haven't already, um, grabbed my masterclass, that's also a great place to learn about owls, watchdogs, and possums. And that's robingobel.com slash masterclass. Um, and it's a three-part masterclass on what behavior really is and a really good, just like I said, introduction to watchdogs, possums, and owl brains. And I I'm feeling the urge to say, oh my, all right, my y'all, my owl brain, and yes, my watchdog brain and my possum brain worked really hard with my amazing team to move the club into our new home. And we are about to start welcoming new members starting March 1st through March 7th, 2022. You can read all about the club over at robingobel.com slash the club, get on the waiting list, and you'll be the first to know when it opens on the 1st. We'll be open to new members for the week. And then we always close our doors for a while so that we can just work on solidifying our community and just being together. We'd love to have you. You're welcome to reach out if you have any questions. Regardless of whether or not the club is the place for you, uh, I'm so grateful that you pressed play on the podcast again, that you keep coming back and you keep sharing it with others that we are connected, that this podcast allows me to connect to people all over the world, which is really astounding. It allows me to connect to you. It allows you to connect with me. And I'm just so grateful for all of y'all amazing humans who are curious and interested and so committed to making the world a better place for you and your kids. And then ultimately I think for everybody. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will see you back here next week. Are you ending this episode with maybe a big sigh of relief? Like, yes, finally, someone gets me and my kids. But also maybe a sense of like, okay, but now what? All right, y'all, I've got lots of possible now what's. If you want to connect with me directly, like pick my brain, have access to me almost every day, not to mention hundreds of other parents from around the world who totally get what it's like to be you, then you're going to want to join us in the club. We have monthly live events, including groups for siblings of dysregulated kids, a huge video library with something like 80 or 90 videos, plus transcripts and certificates of completion. Plus, of course, a very active forum that I'm participating in every single day. We open for new members periodically. So go check robingobel.com slash the club. If we aren't open now, you can put yourself on the waiting list and I'll let you know the moment we open for new members. That's robingobel.com slash the club. Now, if you're a professional and you want to strengthen your capacity to work with the families of kids with big baffling behaviors and vulnerable nervous systems, plus use all of my materials, including a 12-module course that follows raising kids with big baffling behaviors, plus be included in an online searchable directory 
so families all over the world could find you, then you're looking for Being With, which is my year-long immersive training program that runs January through December. So you'll want to go to robingobel.com slash being with, read all about it. And if you're interested, put yourself on that waiting list too. Now, if you just maybe need a little extra connection and co-regulation, but don't feel like you need to join the club, then you can just keep listening to my podcast. Or you could go subscribe to my Start Here podcast, and that'll give you 10 episodes in order that will take you through cultivating a great foundation of parenting with regulation, connection, and felt safety. That's at robingobel.com slash start here. You have to go there. You can't just find it in your podcast app. Or you could get yourself a copy of Raising Kids with Big Baffling Behaviors, paper book, audio book, ebook. You can get that anywhere books are sold. Or you could just head to my website download one of my very many free resources. I keep them all really easy to access at robingobel.com slash free resources. Webinars, masterclasses, ebooks, infographics, all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what of those things could be supportive of you or maybe to the other adults in your life who are helping support you and your child. There are just so many ways that you and I could be more connected and you can get the amount of co-regulation and support that you need. If it feels like a lot to remember, all you have to do is go to robingobel.com and take your time clicking around, seeing what I got there. I am so, so glad you and I are connected now and I can't wait to be with you again soon in our next episode of The Baffling Behavior Show. Bye-bye, y'all.